Hey you, Nina here. Welcome to this bonus episode of Triggered Can We Play With That, in which we are going to transform a hard conversation into a teachable moment. The hard conversation today being the overturn of Roe v. Wade, we are going to turn that into teachable moments. Now, this episode is, of course, dedicated to the Supreme Court of the U.S. So, dear SCOTUS, this one's for you. All right, let's do this thing. So here we go. The point of this episode is to invite you to transform a hard conversation into a teachable moment. Now, it is going to feel to some of you like I'm trying to change your mind on something. I'm not. What I am trying to get you to do is acknowledge the difference between powered versus empowered when it comes to the overturn of Roe v. Wade. So let me take a minute. I'm going to give you an example of what it is to be powered, what it is to be empowered, and then I'm going to tell you a story. So here we go. A powered example over here, powered, right? Powered is willing to put other people down in order to ensure that its beliefs continue. So what this looks like is if you are a powered individual, you have limited information. And with your limited information, you are willing to make a decision that affects multiple other people. That's what makes it a powered decision. Powered decisions tend to be willing to be oppressive. This is, of course, the challenge with the powered dynamic, because if you are willing to engage in a powered way, you are willing to put down somebody else in order that your beliefs rise to the top and that you feel okay, even if the other person doesn't. So here's my story example. Let's imagine that we have the overturn of Roe v. Wade, and it is a story. And in this story, there are three main characters. One of the characters is the pregnant person. Another character is a potential person. And the third character is all other people. So what's really interesting about the overturn on Roe v. Wade is that it has decided that all other people get to make a decision for these two, for the potential person and for the pregnant person, which is really curious. But If you're okay with power dynamics, you're okay with all other people making a decision for one person, even if you don't have all the information, because you're okay with being willing to oppress other people. That's what a power dynamic is. So if you're okay with that, putting your beliefs above other people's lives, then you're probably okay with the overturn on Roe v. Wade. So just for good measure, I hope we're understanding that in a power dynamic, you're willing to put your beliefs up here and you're willing to put other people down here. That's how power dynamics work. But now let's move to an empowered dynamic. An empowered dynamic says, I'm willing to put my beliefs up here and I'm willing to put your beliefs up here. And you know what? I'm willing to value you as an individual, that you have more information about the ins and outs of your life to make decisions that affect your life. You still with me? That's an empowered dynamic. So let's look at an example. So if we look at the overturn on Roe v. Wade as our story again, and we have our three characters set up in an empowered dynamic, we're trying to make sure that everyone has the most options possible for what's best for their life. So we don't let all other people make a decision for the pregnant person, the potential person. We let all other people empower the pregnant person and the potential person, which means we give them more options. In fact, we give them as many options as possible, and then we trust that they're going to make the decision that is best for their life. Make sense? If you're okay with empowering people to have more options and trusting them to make decisions in their own life, then you're okay with not oppressing people. And you're probably not okay with the overturn on Roe v. Wade because it limits options. It limits options for everyone, in fact. But let's go a little deeper, shall we? 
I want to empower people to own their truth. Now, of course, I have a bias because I want people to own their truth without oppressing themselves and also without oppressing other people. So if you're down with oppression, you're not going to like what I'm saying, right? This is just how it works. But if you're down with anti-oppression, by all means, listen in. If you think you might feel uncomfortable with where you sit on this, by all means, listen in. Let's have a conversation and a dialogue and keep going because, my friend, I want you to ask yourself when it comes to the overturn on Roe v. Wade, are you powered or are you empowered? And I have the top three questions that I already know because I've already gotten these questions. And here we go. Question number one, Nina, what about God? You're missing God from the story. And I think a lot of people will probably shy away from that, right? Oh my goodness. We have separation of church and state. How can you even talk about God? But I want to play with that actually. You know how I told you there were three characters. Can we add a fourth character? Can we add God? And if we have, right, pregnant person, potential person, all other people, and then God, why is it with the overturn on Roe v. Wade that we've said still all other people get to make a decision for the pregnant person? Why are we not letting God deal with that person in their own time based on the decisions that person makes in this life? Why do we have all other people playing God? Unless you are God, I don't believe that you are engaging in an empowered way based on our definitions of powered versus empowered. Yeah. So it's just something to question. If you look at those four characters, and I will 100% say we can have God as a character in the story, but should we have all other people acting as God? Hmm, Question mark, question mark, question mark. That's my response to the first question. Play with that as you will. Second question, what about the voice of the potential person, Nina? Doesn't the overturn on Roe v. Wade give them a voice? And actually, if we look at those three characters, right, we're going to go back to the three original characters. What it does is it gives all other people a voice that is worth more than both the potential person and the pregnant person. All other people's voice is worth more than what either of those individuals would say, right? Either those characters would say, then we already have a power dynamic set up. See this? Do we see what's happening here? This is a power dynamic, folks. So that's the answer to the second question. We're not giving a potential person a voice because we don't know if they would choose a life that may involve several struggles because of a parent who could not or would not take care of them. Yeah. So what we do is we're making an assumption here that all of the people have to know what is best for that individual. And it's just not the case. Why? How do we know this? Because all people are working with limited information, whereas the pregnant person has much more information about the ins and outs of their life. You still with me on this one? Okay. Here's the third question. Nina, are you trying to change my mind on this? Because my mind is not going to change. And here's the thing. I don't need to change your mind on it. If you've been engaging in a powered and oppressive way prior to this conversation, and you would like to continue engaging in that way, I imagine you'll continue engaging in that way. I don't know you, right? I don't know that I'll ever work with you, but I do know that human beings tend to do what they know how to do. And so what I hope in this video is that I've merely offered you a perspective on powered versus empowered, because if you are living in a powered way, and you're not comfortable 
If you feel anger or disgust or judgment coming from your powered view, let me help you figure out how to become more empowered. Let me help you figure out how to believe that other people's lives and values and ability to make decisions in their own life is worth just as much as yours. So I'd be willing to have that conversation. The only question that I want you to think about now is just acknowledging and holding yourself accountable. Am I powered or am I empowered? That's it. That's the one question I want you to think about. And if you are listening, Supreme Court of the U.S., SCOTUS, the decision that you made was powered and oppressive, objectively. When are we going to move toward empowerment? Or are we going to decide that as a nation, we prefer powered dynamics? Genuine question. I don't know the answer. I only know what I would decide for me. So without further ado, my friends, my final question to you is, Are you ready to play?